Everybody lift your hands and honor him. Everybody lift your hands and honor him. Oh, 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 oh. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. I honor you for life, health, and strength. And Lord, I know that times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. So God, as I stand and we are in your presence, refresh us, God. Revive us again, revive us again. God, you said that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches in glory. We need, we need you. Yeah. God, we need your healing and your provision God we need your power God we need your your peace and your joy God you've done it before and some of us got rid of it do it again do it again hey do it again do it again yeah do it again do it again do it again, do it again. God, as I stand, allow us to hear your voice. Unclog deaf ears. Give us ears to hear what the Spirit would say to the church. God, give us a clean heart. Renewing us a right spirit. Restore unto us the joy of our salvation. Do it, God. Do it, God. Lord, we need you like we never needed you before. And God, we thank you. You are not a man that you should lie. Neither the son of man that you should repent. And if you said it, you would make it a good. Do it in this place. Jesus, and for your glory, amen, clap your hands, do it again, 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 do it
Yeah.
how many of you need God to do something again? Y'all stay with me. How many of y'all need God to do it again? I need you to do that thing again, God. I think in the streets they say, like, run it back. Lord, I need you to do that thing again. I need you to heal again. Lord, I've seen you do it before. I've seen you do it before. I need somebody in this room to get in your mind the last time you saw God work that miracle. Come on, get it in your mind. The last time you saw God do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think. I want you to get in your mind the last time you saw God and you said to yourself, God, I can't believe you just did that. Come on, get it in your mind. Get in your mind the last miracle you saw. And you was like, God, I can't believe you did that for me. <laughs> I can believe you could do it for somebody else. But I can't believe you did that for me. Come on, get it in your mind. Now here's the truth of this little moment of worship that he can do that again. As a matter of fact, he can do more than that. I said he can do more than that. after me 
the only way that I can keep my way pure is to guard it according to the word. This word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. Today, I will receive the word implanted which is able to save my soul. Come on, give God hand of praise in this place. fighting for the family and when you're fighting for something you cannot expect your opponent to play fair but greater is he that's within me than he that's within the world. Thank you, Jesus. The reality of our work in this series has been that we are coming against some patterns. And truth is, Many of us have some deep-rooted patterns. Come on, talk to me. How many of y'all got some long-standing patterns? Hmm. So today, as I stand before you, I want you to write this down in your notes. Can I have just a few minutes? I'll give me about 30 minutes or so. Or so.
give or take a minute or two. Write this down in your notes. Patterns start with decisions. Mm -hmm. Patterns start with decisions. Excuse me, Bishop. Yeah, see, if you... Anytime you have a pattern in your, in your life, at some point, you can go back to the decision that you made that started it. Lord have mercy. There is no such thing as it just happened. Quiet in here. And I know that many of us have used the premise of the generational curse as hmm, our fuel for continued patterns. I'm trying to be good. So every time we did something, Shan, we said, it's a generational curse. My mother was this way. My father was this way. My grandparents was this way. So we keep using that as the excuse for our patterns. Well, there's a lot of things that my family did that I didn't decide to do. Furthermore, spiritually, there is no such thing as a generational curse for the born again. He took on the curse when he hung on the tree. And us being cursed wouldn't be too beneficial anyway. So let's work a little bit in Titus chapter 2. Let's go back. I got word that Elder Orlando agitated you sufficiently. Good job. Because if I'm the only agitator around here, I'm not doing my good work. <laughs> I heard y'all got agitated sufficiently. Don't worry. I'm raising agitators. <laughs> Titus 2. But as for you, I'm going to start with verse 2. Verse two. Older men, Titus 2.2. 2. Older men are to be temperate. Dignified, sensible, sound in faith, in love, in perseverance. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in their behavior. Uh-huh. Not malicious gossips, nor enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, Workers at home, mm. kind, being subject. I know I read workers at home and some independent woman got agitated right down in their pinky toe. Can't tell me to stay at home. I didn't tell you to stay at home. Neither did the scripture. It just said you got work to do there. Wow. 
you see how we read in this stuff? Y'all to mess around and let a feminist movement take y'all out of the scriptures. <laughs> y'all gonna mess around and feminism gonna send y'all to hell. I said what I said. Amen. I know. And it's not just the feminist movement. Lord, don't let me get stuck here. It's not just the feminist movement. It's all of these movements that are contrary to the word of God. Huh? I, oh, God. Well, we out here now. We talking. It's not just that. Huh? I know. Some of y'all got Black Lives Matter flags waving in front of your houses. Have y'all read their manifesto? Have you read it? Oh, excuse me. Oh, you haven't read it? They're against the nuclear family. They're doing everything they can in their design to actually break the family. It's actually, they wrote it in print. That's not conspiracy. That's not hearsay. It's in black and white that they don't want the nuclear family. In other words, our organization exists to break the family that God died for. Sorry, don't sign me up for that. But what happened is some of us are more melanated than we are Christian. Searching for every ancestor but Jesus. Every ancestor in the world. You looking for the ancestors? Well, never mind. Okay, come back. It's going to be fine. I was in verse 5. Workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands, so that the word of God will not be dishonored. So that the word of God will not be dishonored. So that the word of God, you mean to tell me that when we refuse to pass patterns on, we make the, the word dishonorable? Hmm. Likewise, urge the young men to be sensible. In all things, show yourself to be an example of good deeds with purity and doctrine. Dignified, sound in speech, which is beyond reproach. So that the opponent will be put to shame. <laughs> I love that part. You mean to tell me that if I just do the pattern, I won't even have to swing. Ain't that something? The opponent will get put to shame just when I'm living right. My life is all the fight I need. <laughs> You're trying to do all this other stuff. You got oil in 50 locations, but don't live right. Hmm? Don't live right. If you just follow the pattern, your opponent will be put to shame having nothing bad to say about us. So here's the pattern. Older teach younger, and it should trickle down. Say trickle down. So at some point, you should have somebody who is more mature than you pouring into you, and then you should be pouring into somebody that's less mature than you. It should be a trickle down pattern. Amen. Now, I know that some people want to use this text to argue that men are only supposed to teach men, and women are only supposed to teach women. 
I find it interesting. I just saw a clergyman the other day who was arguing this text uh, that women could not be in ministry. And he was arguing the Titus text. And I found it interesting. He said, men can only teach men and women can only teach women. Well, if that's the case, then why is your church full of mostly women? Never mind. It's funny how we pick and choose texts when they are convenient to go against the, for a narrative. But the reality of this text is it's a pattern of the family. It's a pattern of the family. This is not an ecclesiastical pattern. This is not the pattern where Jesus was like, all right, this is how I'm going to set up the leadership of the church. Because if that's the case, older women right there is presbyterios in the Greek, which is elder. Oops. So if this is about ecclesiastical government, then now we're talking about both men and female elders. But it's not that. This is about the pattern of family. Somebody needs to be pouring into you and you need to be pouring into somebody. But Bishop, what happens when we recognize that the person who's been pouring into us for a long time been pouring dirty water? This is why some of us are struggling right now because I'm talking about the patterns of God and you're comparing them against your patterns and you're like, wait a minute. I've been doing it this way longer than this, this new stuff you're talking. So what happens when you figure out that somebody been pouring dirty water? Now I told you at the beginning, patterns start with what? Y'all didn't take good notes. Patterns start with what? So if you figure out that you made a bad decision, watch this, make another one. Come on, say this with me. Self, make another decision. Today. Again, self, make another decision. Today. All right, now, now I want to show you something. Because now, Bishop, you don't understand. It's, it's bad, bad. It's bad, bad, bad. I've been, you know, I'm, I'm 50 years old. I'm 60 years old. I've been doing it 49 years. 59 years. Let me tell you something. One touch of Jesus. Because here's the other reality. I'm looking around. Good to see y'all. I've been traveling. Here's another reality. Some of y'all stubborn. Hard-headed, bull-headed. Scripture would call y'all stiff-necked. No, it's true. It's true. And you know the problem with a stiff neck? You can't see. Because when your neck is stiff, it limits mobility. So let's work a little. Go back to Genesis chapter 2. I'll be in Genesis the rest of the message. I've been up here 14 minutes. <sighs> Patterns can change. Patterns can change. One more time. Patterns can change. I, um, I've been really making a conscious pattern to look after my health. 
because this journey demands it. In order for me to be a good steward, I got I to gotta do better. We're traveling a bunch. And I got, I got a new tool. Because see, some, listen, here's, here's what I learned. That sometimes we don't want to know the truth. Okay. So I got, I got this new, I got this new deal goes on my wrist. It's different than an Apple Watch. Don't tell the time. It don't give me no notifications. It don't do nothing. That it just, it just tracks. Ruthlessly so. It's not pretty. Ain't no pretty lights on it. It don't do nothing. It ruthlessly tracks. It track everything. So we had a terrible, terribly early flight. I didn't get good sleep. It told me. <laughs> Excuse me. Because um, when you wake up, it gives you a score to tell you how ready you are for the day. Well, at, at two hours and 55 minutes of sleep, it said, your readiness score is 15. Like, bruh, it would behoove you to sit still. I got home. At first, it was telling me, because it, it takes your score. Watch this, y'all. It takes your score, and it'll ask you what time you want to get up. I'm like, well, I need to get up at this time to get to church at this time. This is well. If you need to get up at that time, oh, y'all not going to like this. You should probably go to sleep at 8. Y'all missed it. Because you told me you wanted to be at peak performance when you woke up. Okay, okay. Y'all just stay with me. I'll be there in a second. But in order for you to perform at this level when you wake up, you're going to need to go to sleep earlier than you used to. Then it said, then it said, consider a nap. <laughs> oh, I love this thing. Consider a nap. So I took that nap into firm consideration. I napped. I woke up and it said, the nap you just took has contributed to your sleep debt. You can now go to bed at 9 o'clock. Consider another nap. I took another nap into consideration. <laughs> I woke up. It said another hour and 20 minutes has been removed from your sleep debt. Thank you, Jesus. You can now go to sleep at 10 o'clock. <laughs> now listen to me. Why am I going through these metrics with you? Because... I could have ignored all of the information just like we ignore the Bible. Oh, you want to lay hands on the sick and they recover? I suggest that you forgive those who have wrongfully accused y'all. Oh, you don't want to forgive? Then the next time you need to lay hands on the sick, you got too much sin debt. 
You won't do what the word says. So you cannot expect to op operate at optimal spiritual efficiency. Did what it said. Remember, I was 15% ready yesterday. 15%. Woke up this morning. Looked at it. 98% ready. Let's go. 98%. Like, I feel all right. Now watch. Right up under the 98%, it said, you can only have a strain of about 15.6. I looked at my last sermon from last week. My strain for one sermon is around 16. I said, oh, that's one sermon and go sit down somewhere. See y'all, y'all see? At some point, you got to listen. See, y'all missing all the practical. At some point, you got to listen. But what if I've done it wrong so long and what if things, let's, let's look at a case study. Can I do a case study? Okay. Genesis 2. Watch this. Let's look at verse 24. For this reason, this is 2.24, a man shall leave his father and his mother, be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Y'all see that? This is God's original intention in the garden. This is good, right? Everything's going well. Leaving, cleaving, naked, not ashamed. Good to go. This is what God wants. This is the pattern of the family. That everything, there should be no secrets. Y'all. Should be no shame. There should be none of this drama. God's design for the family was, watch this, that the family unit should be whole with no outside influence. That the only influencer over family should be God. Leave, cleave, and be not ashamed together. That's not the way we, we live in family right now. But this is God's design. But look at verse 24 of chapter 3. Chapter 3, verse 24. Because by the time I get to verse 24, now y'all done allowed some outside influence in. That old serpent. The serpent do, didn't do anything but talk. Y'all missed it. We just talking. It ruined the nation. And de if death and life are in the power of the tongue, it's not just in the power of yours. If death and life are in the power of the tongue, you can be around a deadly tongue. Y'all didn't hear me. Some of your circles, everybody in your circle got a deadly tongue. So what happens? Verse 24. He drove the man out. Follow the case study. And at the east of the Garden of Eden, he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword, which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. God's original design, naked, not ashamed, no outside influences. You never had to worry about nothing. All your needs would be met. This is God's design. You ain't got to worry about eating. 
You don't have to worry about anything. God's like, I'll take care of you. God's design. God's intent. One conversation. They get kicked out from the presence of God. Kicked out of the garden. After one conversation. Just because God says, man, y'all can't do it right. You won't follow the pattern. Now, what happens in chapter four? Watch. Now, the man had relations with his wife, Eve. Stop. I got a husband and a wife who have broken fellowship with God that now decide to give birth. I got a husband and a wife who have already proven that they don't listen to God about to have a child. It's quiet. We don't listen to God, but you know, let's try this. They had a kid. Man had relations with his wife, Eve. She conceived, gave birth to Cain, and she said, I've gotten a man-child. His name, Cain, literally means gotten. I put it to you in 2022. Got one. That's literally what she said. I got one. With the help of the Lord. I want you to pay attention to the mindset of this family. We now have a family. Separated from God, trying to bring life into the world. Wait, 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 wait. Go back to verse 24 of, verse, of chapter 3. So he drove the man out in the east of the Garden of Eden. He stationed the cherubim, flaming sword, which turned everywhere in direction to guard the way to the tree of what? Go to verse 1 of chapter 4. So y'all going to bring life in the world when you no longer have access to the tree. You were in the place where life originated. Now you're going away from life to try to bring forth life. Okay. At some point you have to decide, the only way that I can do a godly thing is to do it God's way. Huh? Birth is a godly thing. Marriage is a godly thing. You can try to do it the world's way if you want to. As a matter of fact, I ain't going to make y'all raise y'all hands, but some of y'all in here done tried it the world's way, and I would ask y'all how that worked for you. It's some saved folks. You said you love God with all your heart, got married, and didn't bring God to the marriage. How in the world do you not miss a doctor's appointment but you miss prayer? Come on now. Pregnant ladies, when you were serious about giving birth to that baby, I got a prenatal. I got a prenatal. I got to take my prenatal vitamins. I got to do this. I got to do that. Especially on that first one. Especially on that first one. You go into all the childbirth classes. Huh? You learn how to breathe. I want y'all to think about this for a minute. You learn how to breathe. You learn how to push. You know, they had no childbirth classes. It's quiet in here. Now we'll make all of those classes, 
pay money for them. And then God tell you to do one thing and you say, I got to pray about it. So she gives, <laughs> Cain's here. Look at verse two. Again, she gave birth to his brother. What's that boy's name? Abel. Abel was a keeper of flocks. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. It looks all good, right? I got two parents. This is a nuclear family. I got a husband, I got a wife, and I got two kids. Looks real American dreamy. However, they didn't have the right patterns because the husband and the wife were disconnected from fellowship with God. What happens? Go to the next passage there. Cain told Abel his brother, and it came about, this is verse 8, when they were in the field, Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Stop. Where'd that come from? Nowhere in the pattern of the garden was murder. There was nowhere in the pattern of garden anger. Where in the world did Cain pick up aggression? I tell you where because the seed of the serpent had been planted in the ear of the mother God didn't say that that ain't what God said he just don't want you y'all missing this he just don't want you to have access you know what Satan was planted jealousy and then when, when the womb carrying the word of jealousy gave birth, she gave birth to jealousy. So Cain is now like, you ain't going to outdo me. God comes in, and the, and the Bible will say, if you read it, yes, God, thank you. The Bible will say, if you read it, that, that he had more respect for Abel's offering. Cain is like, mm. there's a pattern in there. You ain't going to tell me. What do we hear this? God didn't say that. God just don't want you to be like him. God just don't want you to be because he knows that in the day that you eat it, you'll be like God. So he's planted the seed of jealousy in the womb that gave birth to a jealous son. And now a jealous son kills his brother. That's not in the pattern. At this point, we've become so desensitized to murder, we look at it in terms of stat and not in terms of spirit. We're so desensitized to sickness. We look at it in terms of stat and not in terms of spirit. In the garden, yes, God, there was no sickness. In the garden, there was no anger. 
In the garden, there was no murder. There was no jealousy. There was no disease in the garden. All of that came in through the serpent. Where did he get it from? Well, he rose up of his own volition along with the angels and said, I want to be like God. Y'all, let's, let's look at my trajectory. I have a serpent in heaven mm -hmm, walking around as an angel uh -huh, who wants to be like God and can't, gets mad. God kicks him out. He brings that same pattern to the garden, puts that same pattern in the woman. The woman takes that same pattern, gives it to her son. That has now originated in murder. Because at the end of the day, Every pattern that you don't check will eventually steal, kill, and destroy. Did y'all hear what I said? Every pattern that you don't check will eventually steal, kill, and destroy. Now look at verse 16, same chapter. Y'all okay? A few more minutes. Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. Settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Hmm. Go back to chapter 3, verse 24, Melita. So he drove the man out and at the east of the garden of Eden, he stationed the cherubim. Go back to verse 16 of chapter 4. Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. What are you showing us? They keep getting further and further away from God. His parents got kicked out. They give birth disconnected. Cain and Abel. Cain gets into it with God after he kills Abel. Y'all walking with me? Cain goes further from God. See, here's the thing. Some of us are pushing our families further and further from God because we won't do what God said. I said, you're pushing them away. Before you know it, they won't recognize God. And for some, that's what we want. We want to be recognized as God instead of point people to God. Brothers, I would argue that that's some of our issue. You want to be the savior of your family instead of the leader to the savior. That's all right. I'm not supposed to be the God of my household. I'm supposed to lead them to God. And that don't hurt my ego. But what happens is, watch this, when you want to be the God of your household, especially those of us girl dads, when you want to be the, the God of your household and then it's time for your daughter to marry, all you're doing is looking for someone else that you feel is on your God level. So you're not looking for someone godly. And then you'll release your daughter to a man that's worse than you.
Ooh, sober in here today. <laughs> Cain went out from the presence of the Lord, settled in the land of Nod. Look at verse 17. Cain had relations with his wife. Watch this pattern. I'm going somewhere. She conceived and gave birth to Enoch. All right. He built a city. Look at this progress. Called the name of the city. Uh-oh. Enoch. Y'all didn't catch it. After the name of his son. Oh, you just naming cities after yourself. Kind of how we name in churches after the pastor. Let me. 18. Now to Enoch was born Irad. Follow me. Irad became the father of Mehujael. Mehujael became the father of Methushael. Methushael became the father of Lamech. Y'all with me so far? This is the part of the Bible that some of y'all skip over. So now, this is Cain's bloodline. Because Abel, who was honorable before God, has been snuffed out. Okay. But the bloodline of jealousy, the bloodline of anger, the bloodline of malice and deceit still exists. And now the bloodline is reproducing and building cities. We know who God honored because God said he honored Abel. And when the devil sees that someone else is being honored, he tries to snuff it out. So now the, the, the bloodline of Cain is being reproduced. Y'all walking with me. Patterns repeat. Pat Patterns repeat. Look at verse 23. Look at what happens here. Lamech said to his wives, stop. Work with me, Melita. Go to Genesis 2.24. Go all the way back. 2.24. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife. Singular. But watch this, the honorable one has been snuffed out. So go back to 423. Lamech said to his wives, cause now one won't do. He needs more than one. He got two, Ada and Zilla. Listen to my voice, you wives. Of Lamech. That's what he said. It's right there. 
Give heed to my speech. Watch this. For I, y'all gonna get this pattern lesson. I have killed a man for wounding me. And until I was studying for this, I missed that word and my whole life. And a boy. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That means I done killed two people. Because if, if the man he killed for wounding him was the boy that struck him, it wouldn't have used the word and there. I killed a man for wounding me and a boy for striking me. Wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me that somebody wounded you and somebody hit you and you murdered them both? Of course I did because it's in my bloodline. I'm following patterns. This is how Cain rolls. When we don't like something, we kill it. This is what Cain does. And this is the pattern that has been passed down. It came, huh, from Satan through the mother. Y'all, 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 y'all. We've learned to make rivals. And we've passed rivalry down. Somewhere we were no longer the family of God. Everyone was a rival. Here's what's interesting about this text. If you really pay attention, everything is doubling. Because the pattern will only increase. Listen to me. As patterns pass down, patterns multiply. Oh, Lord, write it. As patterns pass down, patterns multiply, both good and bad. So if you pass down a good pattern, multiplication will come. You know, you know in, in, in the financial world, it's like compound interest. See? It's like compound interest. Most of the reason it's very, very difficult for us to get first generational wealth and to catch up with people who have had generational wealth is because they're passing down stuff. Right? They're passing down stuff. So literally it takes something amazing for us to catch up with what was passed down. So we hear people say, like, I came up on my bootstraps and I worked in the corner store. Okay, let's, let's just get our history right. You're right. You did work in the corner store and you did save your money. But while you were working in the corner store saving your money, people, other people couldn't work. Right? So the little money that you save has now compounded. You've passed it down like 40 generations. Of course you're a millionaire now. Does this make sense? Now, pass down joy like that. Pass down prayer like that. Are you see are you are y'all with me? Pass down the anointing like that. See, we pass down everything but what's necessary. Come here. I'm going to teach you to pray. See y'all. Come on. We got all of these. Oh, okay. Okay. Help, 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 help. Slow. We got all of these people. I'm setting up legacy by giving them some property. That's it. I'm glad you're giving your kids some property. But 
Do they know how to pray? Fast? Huh? Because they'll lose that property. Do they know how to seek the face of God? Have you taught them that? That'll multiply. Have they been with you when you laid hands on the sick and they recover? If my children see me walking through the house praying, they're not going to be like, what you doing? This is not foreign. If your spirituality is foreign to your children, it's inauthentic. If you scare your baby when you shout in church, that means she ain't never seen you shout at home. Two folks is dead. Look at verse 24. If Cain is avenged sevenfold, then Lamech 70 and sevenfold. Lamech is like, oh, I'm in trouble. Now watch. We know by this verse that Lamech knew his bloodline. Because he mentions Cain by name. He doesn't mention his father. He doesn't mention his grandfather. He doesn't mention his great-grandfather. He goes all the way back by Cain and he says, if this is what happened when Cain killed a man, I know what's going to happen when I kill a man, which tells me this. They've been passing the story of murder down through the generations. Some of these stories you're telling around the table are not helping your children. What are you passing down? So, he's nervous. Look at one more verse. Verse 25. Adam had relations with his wife. Look, we all the way back here. Adam had relations. Now, the last time Adam had relations with his wife, first kid was Cain. Second kid was Abel. Adam has relations with his wife again. She gives birth to a son. Names him Seth. For she said, God has appointed me another offspring in place of who? Oh, y'all don't get it right. In place of who? Not in place of Cain. Not because of what Cain did. Not to fix Cain. I, God, he, she says God is restoring the bloodline of honor here. In place of Abel. For Cain killed him. Are y'all following this? Now look at the next verse. To Seth, to him also was born a son. To also a son was born. He called his name Enosh. Then men. Men. <laughs> Then men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Look at that. I started and I told you guys this. I don't know if y'all caught this. Patterns start with what? And if there's been a bad decision, make another one. <laughs> sit up there like uh, make another decision 
Just make another one. Sit up there crying. I'm about to make another decision. At some point, here's, here's what gets me, Shan. Why it take, take y'all so long to decide to have another kid? Like, you sitting up there watching Cain go rogue. First of all, nowhere in the scripture do they parent Cain. Nowhere. Orlando, there's never a time. Listen, listen, I, I'm grateful because we have, you know, some families here. Um, you know, Orlando's father is sitting right out here. This is Deacon Sanders. And, and Orlando's a grown man. He, he got his own wife. She's she right there. It's Christina. And they got their own kid. And, you know, he called her Olive. And, you know, that's, that's a kid. He's got house and bills and stuff. I guarantee you, if Orlando act a fool, Deacon Sanders going to be like, uh, 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 oh. <laughs> He nodded his head. Right. <laughs> Grown and all. Act the fool if you want to. I'm the daddy. See, y'all missed it. Somewhere our patterns done got off. Here's what I'm trying to argue, just in case y'all missed it. We're living the way of Cain. We're dishonorable. We're passing on the wrong stuff. But there's another bloodline that we need to choose, y'all. This is why getting saved and redeemed and regenerated is so important because you get access to another bloodline. You come to the Lord and here it is. All of a sudden, Jesus says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Thank you, God, for giving me access to another bloodline. Thank you, God, that despite everything that I've seen, I got access to new mercies. I got access to new joy. I got access to new peace. I got access to new power. Another bloodline. You might not have been parented, but in this bloodline, you get parented effectively and you learn how to parent. You might not have been corrected, but in this bloodline, you get corrected with love and you learn how to correct. You might not have learned how to save. You might not have learned how to pray. You might not have learned the, the anointing, but in this bloodline. Stop complaining. Make another decision. Jesus, I decide you. I decide you, Jesus. Despite what I've seen, I don't care who's in my family. I want Jesus. The Bible says, who was born not of blood. Oh, y'all, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it because y'all think I'm making this up in John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all think I'm making it. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. Watch. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. He said, look. I accept you even when your whole bloodline is messed up I accept you 
even when you don't run nothing. When you get over here, oh, y'all, when you get over here, it's going to be different. When you get over here, it's going to be different. Don't be bringing that old mentality over to this. This is not that. Did y'all hear me? This is not that. Don't bring that over here. See, because when you make another decision, you also have to decide, I'm not bringing that over here. I've had a bad father. Jesus is not that. Y'all. My whole family been sick. No sickness over here. Hmm? We don't, we don't get down like that over here. We don't get down like that over here. Amen. Amen. Make another decision. I choose Jesus. I choose Jesus. This is, this is literally what happened. They was like, you know what? We should start calling on God. A whole bloodline. I want y'all to pay attention to this. Abel's entire trajectory was going, calling on themselves. We got this. We got this. We got a 401k. Y'all don't want to talk to me. We got 401ks. We got generational worth, wealth. We got all of this stuff. All of a sudden, next bloodline comes. We should call on God. We should, we should, we should probably make a request to the Lord. Y'all, y'all keep relying on your ingenuity. You keep relying on your cities built after your own names. Huh? This is why, this is why I get real concerned. Ooh, I'm about to stop. Mm. This is why I get real concerned when our, when our churches get too patriotic. See how I got? See that? When our churches get real patriotic? I read a story of a husband and wife who wanted to get married at a church. And there was a flag in the pulpit next to the desk. And the bride said, um, do you mind if we slide the flag off for the wedding? We'll put it back. He said, she didn't ask to move the pulpit. She didn't ask to move none of this, the flag. Just the flag for the pictures. We'll put it back. Can't have your wedding here because the flag stays. This is where we are in America. Where many of us are more American than we are Christian. Oh, I'm, listen, I'm coming for everything moving. You sing in the battle hymn of the republic, but won't pray for your kids. Hmm? Got your kids quoting the Pledge of Allegiance in Sunday school, but you ain't taught them the supernatural. And we wonder why our churches are dying. Huh? Hmm? Then you pick one hot topic issue. One. Come on, our patterns are off. This is the way it came. You pick one hot topic issue and call yourself Christian. One hot topic issue. What's it going to be today? Oh, you pro-life? You pro-life today? You sure? How pro-life are you? How pro-life are you? 
Because if the mother can't buy formula, you buying some? How pro-life are you? How pro-life are you? Hmm? Huh? Some of this ain't that. This is a game that they're playing. But we're not going that way. We're not going the way of Cain. We choose Jesus. We're not going that way. We choose his pattern. Huh? There's a way that seems right to man. Don't tell me you pro-life, but you also are, are pro everything that will help life. Everything that'll help life. So a woman can't have leave. Oh, y'all quiet. She gives birth to the baby and you, you won't vote that she gets leave. 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 To take care of the child. Leave. 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 Oh, but you pro-life. I'm going to tell you what you are. You a liar. And everybody keeps telling me, men, you need to stay out of it. No, no, I ain't for that either. Men, we need to get into it. And I'm going to tell you what we need to get into it. We need to get into it with the standard of God. I will never, ever, never, ever advocate for someone who is going to kill their child. However, I will also never, ever, ever, never advocate for, for a government or for a person who is against the will of God. Now I said what I said. And it's because of all of these silent, sorry, weak, jellyback politicians that we in this situation in the first place. We ain't going that way. I said they weak. We're not going that way. We're going with Jesus over here. I said, over here, we're going with Jesus. That's why we got a food pantry. See, y'all. I said, that's why we got a food pantry. Because we're not going to talk about people need to get fed without having something to feed you with. That's why we got one. And that's why we ain't talking about, you know, who you think you are. You need food. We think you hungry. You want food? Go get you some. You hungry? Go get you some food. We're going with Jesus around here. I understand my stance ain't popular, but I can find it in the word. If the only backup documents you got is the constitution, that ain't, no. I'm backing mine up with Jesus. Hello? Huh? And don't come at me with, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Because when they wrote that, I wasn't even a man. Does that mean that I'm against America? No, I'm just for the kingdom. I'm not from here. I'm an ambassador. And all ambassadors have a requirement to pass down patterns. Why do y'all want me to pass down a pattern of another government? Oh, sorry. I'm, excuse me. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm sorry. That... That helped me. I'm, uh, I'm gonna come. 
I'm sorry, sweetie. Oh, why y'all want me to pass down the pattern of another government? I'm sorry, that, that helped me. I'm not from here. Why you want me to pass down the patterns of that government? I'm just visiting. I got my own patterns I'm supposed to be passing down. You think I'm not going to teach my ways the way of my home country? My kids going to know the way of home. Let me teach y'all your home country. Huh? That's all right. That's all right. And see, this is why we don't, this is why we got trouble with the supernatural, like stuff like tongues. This is why we got problems like that, because you have never understood that tongues is the native language of your home country. So, so of course you should have tongues in the church. This is our native language. It's the native language of communion with the Father. So I'm, I'm going to teach it my, to my children. It's, it's okay. Everybody should be bilingual. world if somebody knows two tongues of men three tongues of men we call them brilliant but if somebody knows the tongue of men and the tongue of the lord we call them crazy i know why because we want people to pass down the patterns of this world but i ain't from here very cane like it's very it's very cane like it's very cane like you know building cities and naming them after yourselves and you know being all impressed with yourselves very cane like but we you know over here we call on the name of the lord huh this is why the church this is why the church should be the embassy you should come in here and the righteous should be safe <laughs> Y'all think I'm crazy when I'm talking about I want a school and, and like, huh? Why would you want a school? Because we need somewhere to pass down the patterns of the kingdom. Huh? And I ain't talking about your standard Christian school. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm talking about somewhere with a supernatural rest. <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking about where even we vet the bus driver. See, y'all not in here. Y'all not in here. If Oakwood can drive their kids around in little blue Suburbans that say Oakwood on the top, why can't I have a Christian school where we own the whole buses and all the bus drivers? I can. And I ain't scared. Huh? I see it. God had to send me Deacon Sanders. Yeah, God, he had to send you to me, Deacon Sanders. You didn't even know. Because what Deacon Sanders showed me, a microcosm. He showed me that someone can build something. See, he got buses that run around here with their name on it. He didn't contract out. Them small world buses. More than one. He just line them up. Small world buses. That's a, huh. Well... Thank you, Deacon Sanders. That can be done. So y'all don't understand. Patterns. Y'all. Patterns. That can be done. So if he can have small world buses, I can have marketplace buses running all around. Marketplace 
buses and buildings and community centers and apartment buildings and complexes. Huh? You drive by our whole housing developments. Hey, whole housing developments. Whole developments. Not little, not little house that look like we done done nothing to it. That you go in, you got scared if it's gonna fall down. No, we own the whole development. I was just in Memphis. And we went to go visit some landmarks. We went to the national headquarters of the Church of God in Christ. We looked at it and I noticed there's a fence around it. And everywhere where that fence was the same, they owned. I said, look at that. Then we went to G.E. Patterson's church. Gilbert Earl Patterson. And I looked, I looked around, and everybody was talking about how big the church was, but I noticed across the street there was a community that the church owned. And as far as your eye could see was new construction. They just kept building stuff. Brand new. I said, received. Noted. But I can't do that if we live in the way of Cain. I can't get us there if you guys in your own heart don't believe that it's possible. See, if you bring a poverty mindset, To vision, it'll never happen. I need y'all to come thinking, oh yeah, we can do this. I need y'all just driving by like, we should own that. How about all of it? Not for me. Not for Robert Lyons. I don't think y'all heard me. This vision's bigger than me. It's bigger. It needs to outlast me. Gilbert Earl ain't even here. And watch this. Listen. They're still building. Y'all did y'all missed it. You missed it. Gilbert Earl, Gilbert Earl been gone. The new pastor's name is on the building. The church is still there. Watch this. And they're still, they were building new houses just the other day. Like they still breaking ground. That's a vision that outlived the visionary. But when you go the way of Cain, it's all about you. We don't do that over here. We call on the name of the Lord. Are y'all with me? If you've been making bad decisions, just make another one. How many of y'all want to make another decision today? All right, those hands up. Lord, you see our hands. We're making new decisions in multiple areas. <laughs> and God, sometimes 
We're the ones that made the bad decision, fueled the bad decision, and made several other bad decisions to try to compensate for the first bad decision. But today we make another one. And that decision is we choose you. We choose your whole way. No longer will we choose a part of the way, a portion of the way. We choose your whole way. We will not do another thing without your complete consultation. And we will pass that pattern down. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap those hands. Y'all right? Y'all right? I knew it was about time for us to start getting ready to build something when God showed me how to do it. That's just kind of the way he works with me. I know folks probably drive by if they see me outside. They probably, who is this walking all around the building, peering up in the sky? I know they got to think I'm crazy. It's just me. I'm just talking to the Lord. I'll be all out in Third Street. <laughs> this. And you know, I receive everybody's ideas. But I'm only going with God. I'm only going with God. So don't be surprised when we get to moving and shaking and doing stuff. Amen? But I challenge y'all. I challenge you all. I challenge you all. We're going somewhere. If you don't know we're going nowhere, then, I mean, ask somebody. But we're going somewhere. Today, I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for the work that you continue to put in. But to whom much is given, much is required. Amen. Bishop Desnett Ganey, she's going to come prepare us to give. Then I'll prepare to dismiss us. How many of you were challenged by this word today? Here's what I need to say to you. Make sure none of your life you're going the way of Cain. Put all that out today, all right? Amen. All right, Bishop. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Let us get our giving in our hands. If everyone would please stand. At this time, we worship the Lord in our giving. If you wish to give, you may go on our website, uh, I'm sorry, website, Faith Life, and it will give you the instructions to give right there on www.marketplace.com slash give. Amen? Amen. Thank you for everything that you've done. Because of what you're done, we are already building. We're already building. You may not see it right now, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that in a month, hopefully, everything that we have already started doing, you will be able to actually see finished. That's how God works. 
That's how God works. And that's because of what you do in believing in the vision of marketplace along with worshiping God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Father, we thank you for these gifts and we thank you for the giving, Father. Everything that we do, Father, is to be pleasing to your sight. Continue, Father, to walk in our way and guide our path. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We ask that you follow the hospitality team to the front. We ask that you come back to your seats so Bishop may dismiss us as a family. Amen. Have an awesome week. Amen. standing to your feet there is produce downstairs produce free if you need fresh produce go get it take it with you amen also as a reminder convocation registration is open please register sooner rather than later registration cost increases after Labor Day you can stop by any of the three primary entrances, scan that QR code, it will give you your information. If you have any questions or issues with that, please see Minister Chantrice or Bishop Desmond Daphne. They can get you directed. Amen? Everybody standing to your feet. Father, I thank you. Yeah. I honor you. I give you praise. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling, to present us faultless before his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. May God bless you.
May heaven smile upon you and give you peace. This is my prayer. Love somebody before you leave. Beamer is still spreading the gospel virtually live every Sunday morning and Wednesday night. All you have to do is tune in during these times. So come and check us out and get the word on these platforms. Just download the BoxCast app on your Roku, Apple TV, and Fire Stick TV. You can watch us on your favorite social media or watch us at the marketplacemovement.online.church or our church website, themarketplacemovement.com view worship. The Marketplace Movement, where we continue to reach, enhance, and advance lives.